0: Fucking one.
1: Can we Google it? Yes, you can Google anything. Google. At any time. You Google this for me. Google. Google. Let's Google it.
0: We gotta Google the answers. That's
1: a good voice. It was. What do you mean you don't know nothing about it? Google it. Mm. I'm going to start
0: saying that and people are gonna be like do you mean Google? I'm like yeah Google
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I said Google <laughs> oh
1: we got a case of the giggles
0: <laughs> yeah Google <laughs>
1: yeah Google
0: I had Googled it earlier So I know I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> Google I'm crying, I'm Google kidding. don't lie. You know that. Google <laughs> don't lie. boy. Google don't <laughs> lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the hell hell's your Google app on your phone? <laughs> and then uh the, you mean Google?
1: <laughs> You're goo That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: Lord. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. I have it for until Friday. I'm just taking care of the animals and chilling out.
1: It's been nice. I just took a nap. Mm, I was in the middle. I was in and out of it when you sent me a message. Oh, yeah. Yeah I wouldn't yeah. do nothing I was like fuck it Yeah I was about to go Nah But It's been a pretty rough week So I was like Maybe I need to chat with friends Yeah Oh yeah I
0: know Yeah
1: Fuck that noise The thing was man It sucks Cause it was like a um, A checkpoint stop Like I didn't even get pulled over Like for anything Yeah So That sucks and I just so got a just... lot... Yeah, I was just driving home going the back way. I had like, eh, I'd probably say like four beers. You know. Yeah. And, um... Oh, that sucks. I was just going home and I was like reading this cool book. And I was like, man, I can't wait to get home and read a chapter before I go to bed. And then I was like, I don't know, man. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I saw the cop cars and the lights and I was like, back the fuck up, dude. And I was like what the fuck if they see you and come after you like would you get in more trouble yeah and i was just like fuck it man i don't know what to do you know and i just oh man i just went for it and they asked like i rolled down my window and they're like you've been drinking i was like i've had a couple and they're like step out of the car and i was like all right oh shit damn it should have started crying i know right i mean (laughs) i i just bought i just got uh, hired a lawyer the other day that made me want to cry that was expensive yeah. Oh, shit.
0: So, um, it's terrible. Yeah. But, yeah, the long-awaited discussion of Kendrick Lamar's damn in full effect here on Heavy Rotation. Um, how do you want to start this out?
1: Uh, man, I don't know. I mean, it's, <laughs> a fucking, it's a fucking good record, that's for sure.
0: That's real I good. Mean, we can agree on that
1: right away. It's really, yeah. really good, but. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I, I mean, so I've been listening to Kendrick Lamar since Good Kid, M.A.D City came out, and I thought yeah. that album was fucking great. And then To Pimp a Butterfly came out, and I thought that album was fucking great. Um, so then the Dam came out, and I was like, man, I love this front cover. It's like a throwback yeah. to the '90s. I love that red font. Just simple. I liked. When I first heard it, I was like, man, this is too simple. And I feel like a lot of people's initial yeah. reaction is, it's too simple. But the more you listen to it, it's really not that simple. It's like, yeah, the beats yeah. are pretty simple for the most part. Like, Humble's beats are pretty yeah. pretty simple compared to most things on, you know, To Pimp a Butterfly, which is like two years old at this point, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but the more I listened to it, I realized there was more going on there. There were some songs that took me a while to get into. Um, but overall I just you know I liked it I like the rawness of it I like that it. it's not it doesn't seem rushed but at the same time it feels like a fast record like he had to get it out uh-huh. um I don't know man I just it's good it's really good and I feel like it's pretty intimate for him I know most of his most of his stuff is pretty intimate and revolves around his life but I feel like this is a like maybe a little more personal than what he's got brought us before um yeah. And it's about being like, I mean, it seems like from what I've listened to anyway, it's about, uh, coming to terms with like being Kendrick Lamar, like the greatest rapper alive and like, you know, also trying to stay Kendrick Lamar, you know, and also not, uh-huh. you know, fall yeah. the
0: traps that other rappers have, yeah, you know, rising above his own, like uh, iconic status in hip hop at this point.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, well, this is like his fourth album. Yeah, and I mean to me he is like I don't think there's anyone out there right now that like I will go fuck I need to hear that like immediately I can't wait Yeah, yeah,
0: especially you know? not in hip hop right now unfortunately it's really um, if you are a big fan of hip hop right now it's either you're like a fan of Chance the Rapper or you're a fan of Kendrick or both or you know like I'm a fan of Pusha T and T.I. released a good album like a year and a half ago yeah. So there's still some of these like older classic style hip hop artists that are, that are still doing some good, good stuff. But then mostly everything's saturated with like trap or drill music, um, you know, kind of mumble mumbly rap stuff that's out today that can be pretty popular, like Future and um, who else you got? That Panda Designer, song, yeah, Designer. <laughs> um, people like that you know which i don't like hate on that music that much because i see where it where it, come, where it stems from and culture and the way that the the art form is evolving um and i think on damn kendrick does a good job of like because his his rhyme style is pretty innovative it's pretty unique to him yeah. um and i think we saw a lot of that which which was i think for a lot of like more old school type of hip-hop fans or more you know like 90s hip-hop fans it can be it can be pretty different so i feel like with damn he does a good job of playing on some of those classic style hip-hop songs as well as you know playing to the more contemporary trendy kind of stuff and it's just such a good like the production on this album is so good because it goes in and out of these it ebbs and flows through like you know what it is to make a hip hop album this day and age, you know, and what mm. what type of audiences you're speaking to and stuff. And, and am after jam after jam on this record. And I'm just like it feels like <clears throat> it feels like a, a an outcast album from like you know, the late nineties, early two thousands, you know, Quem and I or something like that. But you such know, a good one. Yeah. But it's so it's so much it's so much just Kendrick, you know what I mean? And the way he tells stories, his imagery and his lyricism is so, like, it's so well thought out that I think hearing it from a distance, I had some friends, they were like, What are you listening to? Uh, I was like, The new Kendrick Lamar, it's dope. And he's like, Ah, Kendrick's a dummy. That guy's a dumb dumb. And, you know, he's like, and I can see in his mind, he's like <laughs> equating him with, you know, like the trap rappers, the drill rappers and the mumble rappers, um, the younger ones of today. But then I'm just like, Oh, man, it's actually, you're wrong, because it's like one of the smarter albums in hip-hop out now like there's a one line early on where Kendrick says something like um, um, I got st- I've been stomped out in front of my mama but now my father's commissary just got to commas or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like like there's so that just that one little line is like so laced with like it's like an intelligent turn of phrase within like hood and prison culture and stuff like that talking about his dad You know his commissary just got to commas or whatever. He's worth like some like thirty-two million dollars right now or something like that. So, yeah, I would say that he's not a dum dum. And I think by listening to this album and any of his stuff, you see like how just like how much of a creative voice he is, and how much he stands out in the forefront of hip hop compared by
1: any artist today. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I definitely think he's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what's your favorite track on the album um, so far? Hold on. You, uh, you know, man, I fucking really like "Humble." Yeah, "Humble." I great. just because I didn't listen to it when it first dropped, and I remember people being like, "I don't know," blah blah blah. So I just waited till the album dropped, and then I listened to "Humble," and mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna watch the video now." Um, yeah. But I just like that. I think it's like there's that. Um, God, man, the hold album. on. Let me, yeah I love that yeah. um, I like Duckworth a lot The last track Yeah That's about like His like Where he Like if his father And his Relatives didn't do What they had done In their life Which was some pretty Shady shit Then he wouldn't be Kendrick Lamar Yeah and, Like at the very end Of it it like You're like Where the fuck Is this song Like where the Where the fuck Is this going Yeah Cause he's just like Talking about this person You haven't heard him Talk about like In this yeah. way On the album And then at the very end It's like Then there wouldn't be me and it's like, fuck, man, that's yeah. a fucking great track. And, um, and then
0: he made, he made it so cyclical from the first um, track, Blood, where he's like, I was out having a walk the other day. And then like that end track, he ends with that same, and yeah. I was out having a walk the other day. So it's like what you were saying about it possibly being like, I wouldn't say rushed or anything, but maybe like he had to turn it out for whatever reason there seems to be like a creativity and spontaneity that's captured on the album. And it does, it does for as many tracks as it is. I think it's like 14. It, it speeds by pretty quick and flows really nice. Not to mention you're like bobbing your head pretty much a hundred percent through the whole album. Yeah. Um, I really like element DNA is so good. Um, I really like uh, I mean Humble's great. I like love featuring whoever that Zakari person is. I got to get down. Oh with yeah, them. yeah. I like that, that dude has a good voice. God is great. Um walking to the bank like aha. Love that shit. It's just like <laughs> that song is so feel good. There's parts of the album that are just real feel good like Triple X um, and uh, Feel. You know what I mean? There's some really good production on Feel. It's got like this um what was that one fucking group called enigma or whatever it's got like this like easy listening kind of like choir sample behind it yeah and and the other thing I love about the entire album is just like throughout the production it's got this kind of like choppy abstractness to certain pieces like when they're introducing narrative or not narrative um but like you know when they have like the news anchors coming in and out or when it has like father's talking um mm-hmm i love those parts too because he talks about how like you know the ways of the world and shit like that and how it's found in deuteronomy this and stuff like very biblical yeah. thing because like i mean i'm not sure how religious kendrick is himself but it's probably, probably a huge part of the world he's come up in
1: don't call me black no more yeah it's um, just like I, lo- that. I love the uh the line uh, my left stroke just went viral right stroke put little baby in a spiral the way he like delivers those yeah. those two lines yeah. is just like no one else sounds like him yeah and that's what's so great about listening to kendrick uh, i forget the song where it's like he's kind of like talking this different way but then it like hits really hard and then he starts doing the kendrick mm-hmm. and like the way he sounds when he's like upset and it's just like oh dude i don't know man like yeah, I, think, I think just going think. through the songs like you know i didn't like loyalty that much when i first heard it yeah. But the more I listen to it, the
0: more I like it. It's a really good track. I think Rihanna's voice on it just makes it seem like, you know, the top 40 hit that, that needs to be on the album kind of thing. You know, like parts of it, I'm like, this one is really like, this is probably the most accessible song on the album. Not that they're all not, like, because like I said, they're all jammers. But that one seems to be the most commercially oriented um, outside of like the really like creative kind of like mishmash of elements that's going on throughout the whole album.
1: Yeah, I'd say the ones that feature anyone are probably the most um like accessible. I love the song Love though is so good. <laughs> so good. So <laughs> and I, I the first time I heard Triple uh, X uh, featuring you too, I was like, I don't know about this shit man. I know, U2. right? It makes it kinda of and, <laughs> and then I heard it and I was like, now it's a pretty fucking good song. It's like really he knows good. what the fuck he's doing.
0: Yeah, and you know, kudos to all the production side of the album too. Like at have i working with really good people. Um, Mike Mike will made it had a couple he's like kind of the big trap dude right now I actually really like his beats quite a bit and he did a, he did humble apparently that beat was originally made for Gucci name no really yeah that would
1: have been interesting.
0: But yeah, isn't isn't there supposed to be a like a companion album to this one coming out soon?
1: I don't know. I thought it that was just like a rumor, I think. Oh, it was just a rumor, yeah. There was yeah, the rumor that
0: it, the next album was gonna be called Nation, it was gonna be Damn Nation or whatever. That would have been cool, but I mean it's nice just having a solid fucking Kendrick album. Um and it's and you know, to be honest, I haven't listened to, to Pimple Butterfly. I think I listened to it once. Not even the whole way through, so Um, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one, because, you know, it was easy easy to, like, be distanced from any kind of hip-hop, like, here and there, because I feel, you know, for a little while I was into, like, trap and drill, just out of curiosity, but I didn't really stay there, like, I'm listening to it often, just kind of, like, got in the mode for a little while, Um, so it's been, like, you know I think a lot of people are down on on hip-hop nowadays, just just because, you know, if you're not a fan of that, like, Sound from those types of cultures, then it really doesn't resonate as much. Um, I think it's been easier for like non hood type of folk to dismiss a lot of hip hop because of that. And then at times, it also feels like um, you know, it feels like are never gonna be another great hip hop album just because everything is just so mediocre, it seems like, and it's just like fashionable or you know, good beats, mumbly lyrics, or whatever. And then BAM! Fucking damn gets released and I'm like I've been like driving around listening to this album and it's fucking like it's been blowing my mind I'm like oh shit like I have the window down on a sunny day and it's bumping like it's pretty much coming out of everybody's car <laughs> yeah. like everybody's listening to it this whole last month at the same time so it's just been a real refreshing real refreshing album
1: I agree and I feel like most people agree with us yeah, for sure. I mean,
0: it's like I thought we were going to have like get down like a super deep, but like, what else can you say other than just like, you know, l- let it be the beautiful damn piece of music that it is? Like, this album is just, it came on at a bar the other day and I was like, I know this song. You know what I mean? Like, it just was so good. I was like, I'm dancing. I was like dancing already before I could recall that it was a Kendrick song that I liked yeah so that's like that's gotta be a surefire amazing sign that your album is just kicking ass man just like you know i hope it lights fires under some other hip-hop artists asses and and we keep getting more cool stuff like this you know it feels like at times it feels like you know like uh they have a lot of like motown influences in it and i like how it goes dark in certain places and then kind of lifts itself up and it just kind of like dances in the light and dark throughout pretty much the whole album and it's not as um there's not as much like profanity in it as most other uh hip-hop albums you might find nowadays which is not like a real big issue for me, but it just seems like, you know, it's like Ken, you know, it's there, but Kendrick only uses certain words if he needs them, you know, and he's yeah so good at evoking so many other images in your mind without it being, you know, it's just, it's really not as violent as, if you will, violent as, as Good Kid, Mad City, or, or like most of their kind of like popular rap music yeah mm-hmm. which which I guess is where it kind of gave me the idea of like making it felt like an outcast album um
1: in a lot of ways which is dope yeah I mean yeah I guess it's probably not like I don't know it's kind of weird the older you get the curse words just kind of go in one ear out the other so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of hard to be like because I don't really hear them you know like unless it's yeah, yeah I, I don't know like uh yeah
0: I swear a lot it just seems like there's a lot for this dude to get off his chest, and you know, I mean, you would think like the 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 more like um, what would you say like the general attitudes we find in like most contemporary, most hip hop albums like throughout time, unless it's like a tribe called Quest album Outcast or like you know something that's generally more conscious oriented. Like mostly the popular yeah. stuff is generally like like you know rife with violence and misogyny and and drugs and shit like that. And it's like, you know, even by comparison to Good Kid, Mad City, um, he doesn't dwell so much on, like, drugs and alcohol throughout this album. It's like, really, it's, it feels really stream of conscious, you know, that whole idea of him taking a walk at the beginning and stuff like that. Maybe the whole album is him taking a walk and having these thoughts just, like, pass through his mind. It's so relatable, the imagery. Yeah. You know, that the line where it's like, N- nobody's praying for me, nobody's praying for me. It's very individualistic throughout and there was a there's a line that stuck out to me at the like the end of the album um but yeah it's so good like a lot of the concepts and stuff I'm just like I'm going through that I feel that right now you know and um and it's it's oftentimes like really super hard to find an album like consistently albums that you're like, well, I guess that's not true because I think most music I listen to, I'm like relating to it, but most music I listen to is metal, so a lot of times I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but with this one, I'm like, I feel like, you know, I feel like he's, his voice of uh, the thoughts in my head. And I don't know if that's conceptually like where they were starting off from, but it, it really is fucking effective if it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, I definitely think that opening skit is... You know you're like oh he's gonna go help that lady and then like the the end of the at the end of the skit it's like oh shit
0: yeah it's almost as if he just had that thought and we're the whole album is takes place between you know within that thought somehow
1: yeah which i mean is, which is cool yeah makes it i mean it makes sense
0: it like speaks to that kind of like neurotic person that we have in all of us that's constantly thinking and stressing about you know their day-to-day and, and the way that the world is influencing their mind and stuff. I'm trying to find the, the lyric that I liked this fucking site, whatever it is. It's got all kinds of crazy pop-ups happening and info. I don't need annotations. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, um, you got anything else you want to say about Kendrick Lamar's damn?
1: I mean, there's just like so. I mean, it's it's good. I wish, I don't know. I thought I was like ready to talk about it, but it's just. So I feel like more I need like. Explore. I feel like I need like 20 more listens before I'm like, all right, I can talk about it. I finally get it.
0: Yeah, and his lyrical okay. style can be like really cryptic, you know. So there's like certain things that just like they fly through your mind so quickly, and it's like it feels good because of how you know the way that he raps, you know, as it goes through your your head. but there's a lot of things that, like, you know, you really kind of got to scrutinize the lyrics and stuff to kind of break it all down to get, you know, the whole picture. Um, But I think that makes it, like, super listenable, too, because, like, as many tracks as this is, I've been able to listen to it on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, and it just, like, it flows so easily.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we put it on, on, like, when I'm doing, like, Truck and... just like by the like I'm like we've listened to this like four times now I'm putting something else on I can't it's not that I don't want to it's just like I don't want to burn it out you know like yeah I had it just running 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 but I mean I don't know I mean I liked I I think my first when I first heard it I was some songs I was like I don't know about this but other songs I was like yes and then I wanted everything to sound like humble and then the more I listened to it I was like no it's all good the way it is and um, yeah, I just—it's I, just so good. It's—it's it's nice to hear this. I, I actually like it because you can actually, like his his rap style, his flow is—it's easy to understand. You know, a, a, a second or third listen, like he's really trying to tell you a story in this album. So uh-huh. I think he—he he, not that he slows down anything, but it's like he needs to get this story out and he wants people to hear it. You know, because I don't feel like there's any time that I'm like you know listening to it that I don't know what he's saying like some words because I'm not from Compton I'm not you know I'm not a black man it's hard for me yeah. to understand like lingo and other phrases that use but also I'm just older sure. and not young so I don't know what half the shit means that they might be using as like so uh I don't know but I've just loved it and uh, yeah I, I I've been listening to it more than I thought I would honestly
0: yeah for sure me too I thought oh, I was like I'll give the new Kendrick a listen and like I said I hadn't listened to Pimp a Butterfly I listened to a bit of Untitled which was like a kind yeah of the Untitled tape it.
1: Kind yeah
0: release um, that he did and that stuff was cool too but it just like it wasn't really sticking with me and this is like just a really well-rounded like piece of art you know that has been created by a great artist um, like right off at the beginning too it starts with that like you hear, you hear that That like Fox News anchor reading that, and we hate the popo, want to kill us in the street for show. And then you hear like that, the girl, I forget her, it's it's probably not the same girl I'm thinking of that most people are, that young anchor or whatever, but some young anchor lady who's like, no, I don't like it. You know, it's just immediately out of the bat, it's just like, because this isn't your perspective, you know, this isn't your perspective in life, and you don't agree with it because you don't see it, you know, because I'm sure there are certain communities that are raised with a lot more of a respectful, kind of nature towards police officers because I don't have to deal with them so readily. <laughs> yeah. But there's a whole other community that, that, that deals with them far too often, um, as we've seen in the last few years. Um, yeah. Yeah, as much as I was saying about how, like, the album's not, like, as violent or whatever as, as a lot of whatever I was saying earlier, um, it, he does... They do do a good job of keeping, like, having those, like, banger tracks that, like, like they give you, like, the really... Um, hard on the streets. I mean, DNA's one of them. Oh, yeah. It comes out like chopping and swinging, you know, and um, uh, against some of the other tracks that are a lot more mellow. I love that element where he, uh, the, if I gotta slap a pussy, yes, nigga, I'm gonna make it look sexy. Yeah. (laughs) I I found myself like getting out of the car today going to breakfast. I was singing it and there was like some chick over on the side like could hear me singing it and I'm just like, damn. (laughs) It's just like, it makes me feel good. It's just like, you know, like, I really feel like I'm in Kendrick's shoes at some point. Or, or rather, he's in my shoes. Yeah. Somehow. But
1: there just really is nobody like him. That's true. I don't know. I I think this album is, like, it's, it's stellar, man. It's just, every track's good. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah. You know, and... Feels like
0: one cohesive piece of music a lot of the time, you know. It tells mm-hmm. it tells a story in a much different way than like Good Kid, Mad City does. You know, Good Kid, Mad City, you get this kind of like window peer in and out of like what he's talking about and stuff with the skits and everything. Yeah. But but this one this one tells things a lot in a lot more of an emotional kind of like journey. You know what I mean? Throughout the tone of things and. Um, it's got everything it's got laughs it's got cries
1: yeah love songs (laughs) it's
0: got love songs i'm unable to find what i was hoping to find i was just going to talk more about like the imagery and like the themes that he uses but it all seems to be like really like you know about like how a person is taking care of themselves or like the things you need to do to push past your obstacles because nobody else is going to be there to help you do that. Um, even though he does have a good amount of support from his father who's in prison, you know, that plays into the whole story. Is that low rider on my end or your end? <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's on my end. I just had a car drive by. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody was bumping yeah. some tunes. It was probably the new Kendrick, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't. I feel like more people should be listening to this. Like, I, I feel like I should hear it outside of. Like, when yeah. I walk by a car or yeah. something, and I'm just yeah. not hearing it as much as yeah. I like.
0: Yeah. Hearing it at the bar the other night was really cool, because it's like, alright, like, this place, like, I didn't really like the bar that much, but I was like, this place is, at least they're playing some good music for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, when did it release? The week before last? So it's been like two weeks now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been, it's been, it's been on heavy rotation, on heavy, in the offices of heavy rotation. Offices yeah. in our respective homes in our respective cities.
1: <laughs> well, like when you said, let's like review, and I was like, oh, sweet. Stefan's listening to it too. I'm excited to yeah. see what, yeah, how much he likes it. And yeah, all, all last week I was running into people, I'm like, that new
0: Kendrick though, and they're like, I know. So it's like, <laughs> it's good, it's it'll, it's good, especially right before like summer really gets kicked into gear here. Um, yeah. Because it's just, I could already see this is going to, like, you know, a couple of these tracks are going to be, like, the the Gnarls Barkley crazy of the summer, you know, like, they're just going to be out of everybody's car window, apartment, people are going to be singing the, the fucking lyrics and stuff, so it's just, like, you know, it's, it, I'd be very surprised to see in, like, a few months if it just fades to the background, I'd be very surprised, because it's just, like, this dude's, like, the only one doing it right now, he's, like, he's, like, making really great, music that's not just confined to um either you you know like you know about that style like a lot of trap either you're really acc- accustomed to that you're accustomed to that culture um but most people aren't even um and it's not just like white people but you know you gotta think about like you know uh, how would you describe it like <laughs> ethnic <laughs> people of all types that are that aren't living in the hood or whatever you know it's like um, people who are educated and stuff it, it's it's you know on one hand it's that anthropological peering into like the hood sensibilities that Kendrick Lamar's li- used to but at the same time it's a musician communicating with his audience through music and I think by doing such a good job of it is is, is you know will hopefully connect with all audiences should like so far this is probably my favorite album I've heard the Mastodon album it's still really great, but this one is just like an iconic release.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to add. Don't I've been listening to other things, but yeah, it mainly keeps coming back to this album. Damn, uh, yeah, I, I mean. You can listen to it like
0: once a day and not skip a beat, you know what I mean? It's just so, it's just so, like, that's the cool thing about Kendrick, too, is he makes it, as a rapper, he makes things seem so effortless. You know, I'm just like, all right, I'm fucking gonna dust off some old beats. I'm gonna get back into the freestyle game, (laughs) you know, get back into the rap game. (laughs) You know, causing these type of fantasies to arise. I'm just like, damn, that's a good album. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for for further listens. I haven't I haven't gotten tired of it yet, and it's been it's been pretty nonstop. Um, but dang, other than gushing about it, I don't know what else to say. Kendrick is the man. I hope that it helps s- spark other albums of the like to come out of current hip hop. You know, not not that there's not them, but you know, I I don't listen to Chance the Rapper as much. I think he's a great dude. I think he's smart. I think his platform from a being like kind of DIY self-published and stuff is amazing
1: yeah but I'm not the hugest fan of his music I'm not um, either yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't like I just don't like when I hear him I go eh. yeah it's you know my uh, it's uh, to me it's like a little
0: too much of like the soulful kind of like it's very like gospely in its way a lot of his music and I'm just like eh. I'm just not down on the vibe with that I guess yeah. for whatever reasons Might be because of my more my darker leanings, but (laughs) yeah. But you know, like an album like "Damn" is is just as impactful, and 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 like I said, it goes. I mean, it gets pretty dark tonally, even in "Loyalty" and "Triple X" and stuff like that. It's got this kind of low down, sexy, dangerous feel to it. Um, while also being like on the track God being like, really elevated and light and just like you know, get the fuck out my way it's all about you know what I did today and it's not about you know
1: yeah. depending on other people or having to wait on other people it's about making it moves son I mean yeah there's definitely a different quality from someone who comes from like Compton to like cause Chance is from Chicago yeah yeah And I mean I feel I like, like that Chicago like, style is, yeah. is, is different I mean I like I like, like, the cool kids and stuff, but I only really like yeah. that one album, Bake Sale. Um, Lupe Fiasco, like, the cool, was and Food and Liquor, probably the only two after that. I don't really care. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a big, like, NWA or just, like, a big, like, Compton, that kind of, like, rap. But, like, I'm not super into that. Like, I appreciate it and, like, yeah. what NWA did and the style of music they've produced. But Kendrick's, like, more my speed. I just, like... I. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't like the harsh like the screamy kind of rap, you know, like the yeah. intense I like guess. Even Chuck
0: D like P- Public Enemy, I've never was a huge fan of Public Enemy. You know? yeah. And it feels like they kind of fit in that same like the yelly kind of rap stuff. Which just true. I like a more I definitely like a more chill kind of voice. Um, but I like a lot of activity so people like like Kendrick or like Alib Kali, most deaf and stuff yeah. who have this like real chill vibe but are just like
1: chopping through concepts and shit always you know i out. never th- i never thought i'd put like kendrick lamar and like talib Kweli in the same sentence you know yeah yeah <laughs> or just like the same thought but that's i think why i like kendrick lamar so much because he's bringing yeah. a lot of that like compton you know california kind of vibe to it but he's also mm-hmm. trying to tell people like hey i got a story to tell and i need to tell yeah. it. that and song
0: um Duckworth at the end the beat is like so old school east coast you know like it's yeah. real jazzy it's, it's got that like kind of boom bap style that's what I love about like the near the end of the album they have some of those more experimental tracks like Triple X and Love um, yeah. and God and everything have this like more contemporary style of production but then that last track is just like boom down back to the nitty gritty like old school style beat and he just like lays out some shit for you and then he's on his way yeah. it's masterful you know it's like he's the best one out now man I'm just like there's nobody else like him in hip hop um, one thing I was gonna say uh, as sort of a tangent is like I feel like now even through evidence through Kendrick's style like hip hop is less about like finding rhyming words and clever puns and stuff and it's more about like the deconstruction of like the language and the culture that exists there because sometimes Kendrick, he's not completely like on beat or off beat or whatever. He kind of flows his own way through it. Sometimes it's like spoken word the way he's spitting yeah. it. And it's like, it's so cool. And I feel like that that's evidenced in a lot of younger rappers too. Especially like kind of like the mumble guys. Because like the the worst of them you have in like mumble trap is like, you know, they're just repeating recycled phrases over and over. Like, I got the lean. I got the whatever you know it's like it's just like repeating phrases that you can mumble yourself at a party when you're all fucked up but then like the better (laughs) ones on that side are taking you know slang in the same way hip-hop has always done with it and like manipulating it lyrically and poetically do you feel like there's a lot you get kind of a lot more reaction when it doesn't completely rhyme you know but or you're just rhyming one word and introducing other um concepts behind that one word um i forget he does it in, in the song at one point and then there's that other part I forget which track was it um, he, he plays on that old jaw rule um, ha song it's oh like, yeah I didn't think you didn't think I was gonna come through here ha. you didn't see me I was gonna be here, ha. And you know so he plays on that old stuff he kind of there's a few callbacks in this album to like old-school style hip-hop the way that he either used to digest it through the radio station or you know the way the albums were produced like that new kung fu kitty whatever happens on earth stays on earth you know it still has that like bootleg mixtape feel to it but it's just so well polished and produced that it's just like it, it the rawness of it i think like what you were saying earlier the rawness of it is really it seems like really well thought out and and lyrically i think hip-hop now is more about it's less about rhyme and 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 puns than it is about um like deconstruction and provocative kind of like changing of the rules and stuff like that um, yeah not... I
1: mean really good hip hop or rap today is it's like the new poets you know it's like yeah, you know these guys like who just you know when they're doing their spoken word thing it's telling so much and it's really nice to listen to a hip hop or rap album and just be like man this is fucking good like now I remember why I like this genre of music because yeah. it's, it's easy to go and say that, you know, I like albums from, like, you know, like, I like Diggable Planets or, like, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, you know, and these guys aren't, like, I know some of them have released new albums and stuff, but it's mainly, like, that 90s feel that, like, that I enjoy a lot. Like, that jazz-infused kind of hip-hop. But it's nice when you get an album yeah. that comes out that drops in 2017 and you go, fuck, man, this is good. Yeah. Because, like, like, I... I was trying to think of like the last like the last rap music that I heard that I was like, man, this is this is good shit. Like I need to own this. Yeah, like, I have to have this.
0: Definitely. That's why I was really I was really big on P- Pusha T's last two albums. They're really good because he does a good he does a good job of like he's just a good poet and he's like, you know, he does a, kind of the same thing. What's going on with Kendrick here is that deconstruction of lyrics, um, and that excites me because it's so different. Like. I'll read something off of uh, Kendrick's new one off of the song, Element. He's saying, um, uh, Most of y'all tell lies. Most of y'all don't fade. Most of y'all been advised. Last I tried to lift the black artists, but it's a difference between black artists and whack artists. You know, like, the whole yeah. thing, the words that rhyme are just being repeated, and the words that don't rhyme just kind of sound like one another. Mm-hmm. But the entire concept behind what he's doing is conveyed so easily and so, like... It's just there's nobody else doing that, really. Um, I'd say, you know, Push T kind of in his own way, but but Kendrick definitely in his very unique way. Um, and then, yeah, the last thing that got me really excited was uh, T.I.'s uh, Us or Else album, which is kind yeah. of like his was right after the Trump election. And T.I.'s a smart motherfucker, too, man. He's got some really great tracks and really great... Um, lyrical themes and concepts and stuff that he's thrown out there but a lot of times it can be overshadowed for a lot of people I think by the, in, the intensity of the slang itself and the, the, the style of music um, but yeah uh, uh, other than those two things I'm thinking of it's been like few and far between for a hip hop album
1: yeah I think the last uh, artist I got really psyched about was Currency Pilot Talk
0: Oh yeah, oh, I like that. Man. But,
1: but the the couple we did after it, I was like, they're all right. I just yeah, I feel like he got yeah, like it was, he got really popular after Pilot Talk, or like yeah. someone started throwing money his way, and then it was like make another album. I don't know. Like I just keep on following the same hip hop artists just when they release stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Talib tele- yeah. has got a new one. I need to check. I need to listen to that. Or you know, but it's like, and I guess Kendrick's the same way. I just. I guess, like, after To Pimp a Butterfly, because it's very much, like, it's very, like, experimental, like, ra- uh, rap album, because the beats and, like, the, a lot of the, there's music or in- interludes in it, they're just, it's just a weird album. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't know, I just, when I first heard it, I was like, I don't know, this sounds too much like a rap album. And then when <laughs> I heard it, I was like, but it's really good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to go. I have to go back and listen
0: to that one again. Um, Now, especially like now, I feel like I missed something. I'm like, oh shit!
1: Like, what's wrong with me? If I can skip the beat here. (laughs) I mean, there's just so much coming out all the time, and I think the thing that's great about Damn is, is it's really good to just. I think this isn't like a like a snub at To Pimp a Butterfly or anything. I just think it takes a lot more to sit down and listen to that record because there is like I feel like there's. A lot of hip-hop, like, there's a lot of rapping on that album, but then there's not, <laughs> too. Yeah. You know, like, it's very, like, uh, I feel like with Damn, it's, like, so much more accessible just to get into it. You know, the flow, it just one song after the other, there's not really a lot of slowdown or stop. Whereas in, like, I think in Good Kid, Mad City, and also in To Pimp a Butterfly, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you'll get, like, a sketch or just some kind of, like, musical interlude or something. And then it's, like, maybe he'll do, like, some kind of chanty kind of, like, preaching to you. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be, like, a hip-hop song. Yeah. Or times- and then it'll be a really good one. And then there'll be one after it. And it'll be, like, you'll be, like, oh, cool. But it'll be, like, really experimental for the genre. And I think, damn, yeah. just being so cut and dry about, like. Yeah. That's why I say it's, like, kind of fat It seems like it's a fast record, even though it's, like, clocking uh, yeah, in at almost right. an hour. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it seems just, yeah, it just seems like it's. He needed to get this all out very quickly, like, in these songs. So he needed, yeah. like, the faster, the simpler beats. Because, you know, you're supposed to... Like you said, I think that's a good thing, like, what you brought up, that maybe we're just going on a walk with him, like, down the streets of Compton. Just, like, yeah. what he thinks about in a day. And you know how fast your mind works. I mean, like, especially yeah. if you're stressed. Like, you can think about all the worst things that can happen to you in a second. It's very existential. And I think, like, when you... Sit, <laughs> Yeah, and when you when you said that, I was just like, oh my god, like, almost a new, ch- like, it's like, I can't wait to get off this podcast to listen to it again, just yeah. to see if that, like, that little tidbit that you said makes me understand something else, or, like, get a different feeling from it I wasn't getting before. Yeah. But, there, there, I also, like, I, oh, go ahead.
0: Sometimes, you know, with our, like, our att- att- where our attention spans are at now, like, you were saying there's so much stuff going out, and there's, like, constant flow of information going into our minds and out of our minds. Um, there are times with this album with Damn that, you know, it's just like you want, like I want to check out because there's so many other things I want to go listen to and I was like, oh here's the beginning of that track that I don't like that much and then, I'm, and then as that little interlude or that little beginning, like you were saying those little chants and stuff, once those end, I'm just like, oh wait, no, I love this song like, you know, there's these moments where I feel like it'd be easy to like get up and walk out the door, but then it's just like someone's calling me back you know, and so it's like yeah it's just got so much staying power, and I think right now we're just feeling, feeling that like how powerful it is, and it will be interesting to see in the next few weeks like the longevity of the album with like with other listeners. No, 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 it'll be. I'm gonna pay attention to it. I think because now you know like what we're saying, there's so much going on now. Like how long does an album that I feel is so iconic that like this album, how long does it stay in the minds and hearts of people
1: before the next thing comes on? You know, it's like kind of crazy i mean just that like the 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 album cover itself i think will be like i think damn will be a lasting like it'll be up there with the great hip-hop records it's it's not only that but it's like it's a great rock and roll record you know in the history of like that attitude
0: yeah that kind of that kind of presentation you know it's like this this should earn him the nomination for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, like, the next 20 years or something. You know, like, this, it's so rock and roll, just the attitude of it and yeah. the, the execution of it. Um, but, um, but yeah, man. Fuck, I do, I know I want to listen to it right now It's see better I can't, like, have it playing in the background. And get, I know. And sued. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kendra, come after us. The live commentary of Damn. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um well cool man, I guess we can move on from there then. Great shit. Good yeah. rapper,
1: mad, good album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely if you if you're holding off on listening to this, I don't know why, but you and know you're Done. You know, Spotify it or something or whatever you need to yeah. do. Listen it's, to a few tracks at least. It's uh it's too good. Yeah, it's Yeah. Yeah, it's I just
0: if it's not in your heavy rotation and doesn't pop up when you're making love to your old lady, then you're doing something wrong this you're, summer. You're, you're doing life wrong.
1: It's just I'm not doing a... life
0: wrong. <laughs> um, I went to, I wanted to jump into something real quick. Um, cool. I went to a show last night. I went and saw Mastodon, Eagles of Death Metal, and Russian Circles. And I'll just give you a little review breakdown of that experience. Um, I posted one earlier to my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I read it. Fun. Yeah. So, the, 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 I'm just going to put them on blast right now. The fucking venue, the Fillmore out here in Denver, is like the worst venue in the city. I hate it. <laughs> like sound quality or just sound quality. Just like... Yeah, every time. I don't know if it's for different bands because I usually go to see metal bands at places like this. Or, well, I usually go to see metal bands generally if I'm going out to a show. Um, and this yeah just every metal band I've seen there's it's always something you can't hear the guitar enough you can't hear the lyric the the vocals enough like it's just so muddy in there it's awful Um, so Russian Circle sounded really great actually they were just super heavy yeah Um, I only saw a couple songs though as we were coming in um, which will launch me into my first rant Um, I, I generally buy concert ticket I don't buy tickets. (laughs) You know, I I generally, I'm just like, I want to be in and out, I want to see my band, and it's like, something about the anonymity of being within a large mass of people and like an audience like that is cool, especially for a metal show, because you're gonna get knocked around, you know, so there's a certain level of intimacy that's happening there, like between people. Um, But but I'm just like, I'm just here fucking, like watching this show, you know, and like, the night started with me going to a friend's house because him and some other friends were gonna go, but I didn't know his friends, I just knew him. Uh-huh. Now, he's a cool dude, but he's a little bit older I mean, He's got his whole he has got his whole life that he's been living and his vibes and his comfort levels. And I've got mine, you know? Yeah. And I, so I was just like, yeah, I'll go hang out with you and your friends for a little while before we go to the show. That's cool. So we did that. It was great. Had a little bit of barbecue. It was awesome. But then when we get to the show, you know, it's like it's very quickly does that. Does the group start breaking apart and stuff. And I just like there's a certain moment. Like I wanted to sit there and hang with my friend Andy more. But I'm just like, I'm going to go mingle for a while. Ran into some other people. And then when Mastodon finally came on, I was like, I'm gone. Like, you're not going to see me, man. I was in the fucking... I got to the front of the crowd, no problem. I was rocking out. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Eagles of Death Metal. Me either. Uh, Yeah, I'm just not... I'm just don't... To me, it seems like... It's like I like the style of music they're making, which is like, you know, like 80s, like kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of cock-rocky, you know, yeah. the sound of it. And, you know, the only thing I could think of comparing it to was like Kiss or something, mm-hmm. um, but I like Kiss. And I feel like I feel like Eagles of Death Metal is like, is like, you know, the shittier members from bands like ZZ Top, Kiss, and, you know, whatever else, you know, like the lame, the the weak links in the chain i guess all forming a super group and that's eagles of death metal to me it's just like so generic sounding rock and roll to me and i was just like
1: yeah
0: i don't know like a lot of people were into them and i know a lot of my friends are like really like them and i was just like that was the first time i've heard a couple of their recordings and i know i liked at least one of their songs but for the most <laughs> part i was like i don't like this band like it's so odd to me like you know, and I know they're kind of mixed, intermixed with Josh Homme and Mastodon, kind of that group of musicians, that generation of musicians. So I get that. And they do put on a good show. I won't give take that away from them. They fucking, they rocked out what they had to rock out with, but I just like, wasn't <laughs> with what they were with. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway, sum up the whole experience. Mastodon was fucking awesome as per usual. Um, Bill Kellyer the, the rhythm guitarist of the band he was throwing out picks and stuff and like very rarely do I end up getting you know Do you get like a drumstick or a drum head or something like that? but dude threw the pick and I saw it come so close to us and uh, It hit the ground and I was like oh shit and like nobody noticed I was like and so I tapped the guy next to me I was like that pick just flew it hit the ground and then I took my phone out and I showed him. He saw it and he picked it up and he's like, "Oh, cool!" And I'm like, "All right, cool, yeah." And he picked it up. You know, I was right next to him, so I was just like, "I helped him get it." You know, so that was yeah. fine with me. I was back to rocking. But then he tapped me on my shoulder. He's like, "Here, no, you take it." He's like, "You saw it." And then I was like, "Really? Are you sure?" <laughs> and it's fucking like one of the best pieces of concert memorabilia I think I've ever had because I saw him throw it. And I it might as well—I might as well have catch, caught it. You know, I—you know—I might as well have. I didn't, that would have been more triumphant, but it was fucking, it was like the most Bill and Ted moment of my life. It was fucking awesome. So I have this pick. It's really great. I'm, I'm going to attempt to play more guitar with it and see if I can't drum up his essence and, and shred. <laughs> but they're just, you know, like I've said time and time again, Mastodon are rock and roll superheroes. They are the fucking Avengers of heavy metal to me and they're just fucking killing it. They played a lot of, they played a good balance of like older stuff. They played like four songs from Blood Mountain. They played uh, one song from Remission, one song from Leviathan. They played three songs from Crack the Sky. They played, most of the other stuff was from Emperor of Sand. Um, They even played Black Tongue off of Hunter. It was like, it was a long set and it was like a good, you know, there are some songs I wish they would have played, like um, the Crack the Sky title track, but I have heard that a couple times live and it's amazing. So they kind of they mixed it up. And when they played Show Yourself, like when they played a lot of Emperor Sand, people were singing. People were like latched on. I mean, it's a lot catchier than a lot of their other albums for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a fun place to be singing and fucking. It was awesome. So that was my night. The Fillmore sucks a big old ding dong out here in Denver. Um, I hope y'all get fisted and can't ever put on any other metal shows. That's where the At the Driving show is in June as well. So I'm just like, man, <laughs> like, can, there's yeah. like four or five other venues out here in Denver that are f- so much better. And I don't understand why the film more got them. So anyway, they suck.
1: <laughs> I also saw a show on Saturday. Yes. I saw at Bogart's, I saw Thursday. Uh, Touche Amore and uh, Basement and then this guy called Cities of Eve I didn't see Cities of Eve but it was uh, uh, hip hop apparently and I was kind of upset I missed it but I was working so yeah. but I showed up for Basement and I like the, news, oh. the last Basement record they released I didn't realize they were from the UK but it's like I really enjoy it it's kind of like a throwback to like 90s rock they like take some influences from like you know what like they've definitely listened to the deftones i wouldn't compare them to the deftones at all but like more like jawbreaker and stuff like that with kind of like a lo-fi kind of uh kind of feel to it and um like i really dig it and like i was outside waiting for this girl to print my ticket which she was new and i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not upset about that she just didn't know how to use the computer program that well and then I had an issue with like she wrote down a number wrong and i think she got kind of flustered and kept apologizing i was like you don't have to worry now if thursday was playing i might be more upset but so basement like i heard one of the songs i really like off that album and i got and i was like oh that sounds like shit then Uh i got inside and i was like that sounds like shit too and so i like met some friends there and they're like dude this band sucks i was like oh but the record's pretty good like they're like no fuck it and i was like oh my god dude all right i mean that's cool um then Touche Amore come on, and ah, I love these guys, man. I, like, have all their records. I think they're, like, one of the best hardcore bands, just, like, fucking, like, making, like, good fucking music, writing great fucking lyrics. His new, the newest album oh. is, uh, is called Stage 4, which is great. It's all about his mom cool. dying of cancer, and it's just super oh. fucking heartbreaking to listen to. I don't know how he gets up there and does it, and, like, doesn't, like... Uh, you know cry cry after maybe he does after every show he just keeps it in but super energetic uh, i saw him at riot fest last year and not it was not super into their discography like i didn't know a lot of yeah. things i'd listened to a yeah. lot of stuff but this time i listened to a lot of stage four and they played a lot of stuff off that some some off of is survived by and i think maybe something off their first and then um between the Uh, fuck that second record totally forget it's a longer title but uh, they played a pretty good mix of stuff really good Um, I was kind of interested because some stuff on stage 4 he sings different on it but I was wondering if it Uh. was him or someone else and he does the part that I was wondering if it was him that was cool Cool. and they put on a good show but the sound quality fucking sucked man like you couldn't hear him sometimes or the guitar was too loud at times and it's just like man But so I've been like previous history Bogarts is cincinnati is pretty close to kentucky so we used to go there for like punk shows back in high school days oh cool and i still think that they have like this is the first time i've been to bogart since i've been in high school Oh wow! i've lived a lot of life but I've seen a lot of shows um yeah but uh i still think they have the same amps you oh, know wow. pa system to yeah, yeah. push this music out because they look like they're from the fucking 90s dude yeah. um uh, and i was just like oh so i mean i still enjoyed the show um but that was, like, that was cool. Then Thursday comes on, and this is like my fucking band, dude. I fucking love these Hell guys. Yeah. I know a lot of you are going to be like, a lot of you listeners of Heavy Rotation be like, really? You like Thursday? Oh, dude. Oh, man. Full Collapse is so much to me. Yeah, that me that and, fucking and are record. both on the fucking Thursday train, baby. But uh, I've seen them like 15, 16 times. Holy shit. Uh, I've yet to yeah. see them at all. That's I need to catch up. <laughs> um, but... um. You know, the guys are older. I know Jeff can't like scream as much as he used to back in the old days. Which, when I saw him at Double Door during Riot Fest, man, that show was fucking the shit, man. That sound system was great. I was fucking up there with people, like, you know, grabbing people's hands and just like screaming at one another, loving it, living it up. Um, Awesome. Then I saw him the next day at actual Riot Fest, and like I kind of stood back because I was like, it's fucking hot as shit out here. I'm not trying to get, like, fucking super sweaty and have to go the rest of the day. So I kind of stood back. But every Thursday show I've ever been to, I've been, like, up, like, not in the pit necessarily, but with the people who want to sing along and throw fists in the air. And, you know, just, like, bounce on people's backs and just have a good fucking time. Like, good people not just trying to, like, fuck each other up. Yeah, Um, I floated around
0: last night nice and safe. I was just kind of, like, staying out of the pit, but just kind of, like, bouncing here and there.
1: Well, dude, like, with my knee, like... It's, like, hard for me to, like, even standing for a long period of time, yeah. I was like, fuck, I, I couldn't yeah. even, I don't think I could have got up there with people, but I stood back this time and watched them, but they just sounded shitty, but, like, I don't know, man, it's fucking Thursday, yeah. so I can't, my like, fucking, hound on it. My weed,
0: my weed vape pen got destroyed last night in my pocket. Yeah, it well. Looked, it looked,
1: it looked like a <laughs> lightsaber broken in
0: half, I was like, shit,
1: <laughs> God. oh, well, oh, well. But, but yes, I will. I will say review. Uh, if you get a chance to see Thursday, see them. Touche More. also same thing. Really great fucking hardcore band that cool. they just got signed to Epitaph, but put on a great show. They're touring with Thursday right now. If they come to your area, it's worth it. Um, Bogarts though, fucking fix your sound, man. Like, come on, you're like a yeah, fucking yeah.
0: Same thing with the Fillmore, man. Bullshit. I'm calling it's like, Better Business Bureau.
1: Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was it was a good show. lot of record. They had a really great... Toshie I had a really great fucking t-shirt, man. Just like graphic design-wise, I was like, I cannot yeah. spend $40. I just can't do it.
0: Yeah, I bought a Russian Circles t-shirt that looked pretty cool. Great, cool. with like some skulls and some
1: fucking geometry on it. Um, so I'm going to cool. try to see that. They're coming to um, the Taft Theater, which is where I saw Baroness mm-hmm. and Youth Code. Um, oh, yeah. But I think they're playing in the actual ballroom. So uh, I think Baroness and Youth Code played in like their second venue which was awesome that sound was fucking great you know it looked like it it looked like the like when you walk in it looks like you're like well i guess we're gonna learn about jesus today like you know (laughs) just the way it's kind of like set up um but you know like a impromptu like community church something you know but it's like yeah it was cool man it's like you know you know baroness is getting pretty big i'm sure youth code will get really big probably the last time i'll see him in that like intimate of a setting you know
0: yeah that's amazing
1: so that's awesome. Um, I still liked it like Thursday and like these, like Thursday still playing these kind of intimate shows. I mean, they did break up, so they kind of lost their momentum. So now they're trying to get it back, and I hope that oh, means man. they're going to make a new record. But I'm going to try to cast that Mastodon show because I really want to see Russian Circles. I could give a shit about Eagles of Death Metal. I actually think yeah. it's kind of weird they're on it. I really they're, wish they um, would play first, then Russian Circles, and then Mastodon so I could just see yeah. it. Mastodon stage show. I'm
0: pretty sure they keep probably keep the same things throughout their tour or whatever, but their stage show is really awesome. They had these like pillars, these like white pillars that were projected images on them and all the images were in sync, so it's just like But then but then they just have all these trippy rhythmic things going. It was I didn't take much video, I took like two pictures, but um it was. It's really fucking awesome. So if you could see it at a pace that's probably even gonna sound better than than what I saw it in. Definitely like there. This especially seeing them on this tour too. Like, Emperor of Sand is probably their biggest hit album um, yeah. that they've ever had. It was like on the Billboard top charts for like two weeks. Like, yeah. Uh, and um, it's just a really fun fucking album to see him or just, it just was released you know what i mean so they're just jamming all these new tunes and fucking running out there cutting through the fucking country whatever like go see that shit it's gonna be amazing
1: yeah i'm excited i'm hoping that funds and everything will align for that oh, month place. of may to so i can afford a ticket yeah true uh, that true that shit it's expensive
0: I love music and all, but Live Nation, Ticketmaster, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves.
1: Dude, it's kind of ridiculous for some bands. But criminals. Like,
0: highway robbery. Got any last remarks for the good peoples out in Superhouse Land?
1: Listen to Damn. Uh, go see Thursday if they come to your town. It's a fucking great show. Uh, that's all I got, man. Till next time. Nice.
0: All right, well, we'll be back next week with another juicy album. Um, Probably a couple, actually. Um, well, dude, I mean, it's getting close to half the drive in, my friend. It is, yeah. Things are coming. So, so things are coming. Stay tuned, motherfuckers. This is Stefan of the Superhouse Podcast.
1: This is Maddie on the Superhouse Podcast.
0: And we out, you sons of mumbitches.
1: Bye.